Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram, at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. I'm so stoked to introduce you today to Brittany Tucker, who is an enthusiastic coach and dynamic keynote speaker experienced in speaking to over 250 businesses globally. As an expert Colby consultant, she combines her knowledge of natural instincts with her passion for motivating individuals to live a life true to who they are. I freaking love it. Welcome, Brittany. I'm so excited to have you here today. Yay. Thanks, Jessica. I'm excited to you. Awesome. So I'm really, really super stoked to jump in on our topic. But before we do, I want you to tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yes. So I am a motivational speaker. Um, that's what I do by trade. Um, I always laugh when people say, what do you do for a living? And I say, I get to talk and I get paid <laughs> for it. And it's so great. Um, so I speak on a lot of different topics. I do a lot of corporate trainings. Um, and then I'm also a life coach for women on the side. And my messaging is really around helping women ditch society standards and the checklist we were given and stepping into who they were like fully created to be. I love it. It's so easy to not do that, to fall down the trap of living what other people think you should live like. Or, you know, I like to say, um, which I suppose it sounds sort of cheesy, but it's true, you know, write your own story. So often we're letting other people put those words on the pages for us. And when that happens, you don't know the ending because you're not writing it. Um, It's probably not going to be what you want. So um, I love that we're, I feel like we're super aligned on my, on all of our mindset stuff. Yes, I think we are. I think we are definitely. So great. Yeah. Um, okay. So today we're talking about something that's really, really, really close to my heart because I've had a very personal experience with this and I think you have too. Um, so we're talking about choosing happiness over money, over work, over the things that make you feel like shit, <laughs> make you feel unfulfilled. So let's just jump in with you telling us, Brittany, about your experience with this. Yes. Yeah, so I, I was the all American girl, Jessica I grew up, checked all the boxes, did everything that I thought I was supposed to do. Right. That going back to writing, writing someone else's story. Um, and I woke up one day in corporate America and I quit. <laughs> um, I was making really good money at the time for my age and had made it to the top and I quit. I, I just woke up and I was so unhappy and I was so unfulfilled. And I was like, there has to, be more to life than this. And so here we are. Um, I started my business six years ago. And um, to all the women, female entrepreneurs out there listening, girlfriend, you're a rock star because we are all still on this journey. And yeah, I'm still growing. I'm still learning every day. But really, um, I feel I'm at a place in my life where I'm, I can say I'm happy now, you know? Oh, I love that. And same here. And it's taken a while to get here. Um, 
but I want to try, I want to talk more about your story. So I want to know more about like, what didn't you like? And then was it hard to leave? Because I feel like people are probably listening. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I want to leave too, but I can't just freaking up and walk away. So tell us, dive more into those details because I know it's going to be really um, helpful for us. Yes, it was. It was a hard decision. Like I said, I was working for a really good company at the time. I was making good money. I was traveling the world. Like who wouldn't want to do that in their twenties as a consultant. And I just noticed that something was off. And when people always ask me, you know, what, what made you do that? I think when I look back on it now, which is so cool, because you have a different angle of it. I just was unsettled. There was like a an unsettling feeling for me. And it had more to do with my values didn't align with the company that I was working for. It's almost like I was being Jessica like held back, you know, like I had all this creativity and all these ideas and I didn't like the way that they were treating clients and the way that they were treating people. And that's really what triggered it for me. So it was a hard decision. It was hard to leave my clients that I loved, but I knew um, it's so crazy. Um, I do not know, you know, if anyone's listening, you know, what your faith is, if you're spiritual, if you have some sort of God you believe in. Um, but I'm a Christian and I remember just the day that I quit. I mean, I had nothing lined up. <laughs> I literally walked downstairs and I said, I'm done. And I just remember going home that night and, and I just felt so much peace over me because I knew I'd taken the first step. And I think that's really what it boils down to is if you can find the courage and the bravery to take that first step, it's like, even if it's a tiny one, right? Those steps are going to accumulate and then you'll get to where you want to be. Yes, absolutely. That's like, so very similar to my story. Like you, I was being flown first class around the Mm -hmm. world. I had a company card and you bet your bottom I was using it. Um, (laughs) I was getting a lot of money. Um, I was Mm -hmm. in a VP position. I mean, check, 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 right? Like all the things. And for me, when I was thinking about leaving, I mean, I was sort of going against my gut taking the position in the first place, to be totally Mm -hmm. honest. I had been essentially self-employed for the last two years and I like being self-employed, but this opportunity presented itself. And perfect example of not every opportunity is an opportunity for you. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really an opportunity for me, but I took it anyway, because I was like, that's a lot of money. And that's a VP position. Like as if those things mattered, mattered. like, it's not like I wanted to go work for a lot of other people. So the resume didn't really matter. Anyway, I took the job and you know, two, two and a half months in, I was miserable. I was, my biggest issue was that I was a marketer, a sole marketer working with a whole company of engineers. So I was working for a cybersecurity company. So for anyone who doesn't know what that means, that means all of my ideas really didn't matter because <laughs> um, they didn't, they were engineers. They don't get why we, they just know to build a product. They don't understand that they need the marketer to then sell the product and they didn't want to work with me. And it was extremely challenging. I was miserable. I could feel my confidence fading with every pushback that I got from them. And I really, really, for a while, questioned. I'm like, am I a brat for wanting to leave this job, right? Like, um, it looks perfect. Were you feeling the same way? Like, Oh, yes. Yes. I I think there's, you hit the nail on the head, right? It's like, I should be so grateful for what I have, you know? Um, Like, why am I complaining? Like, this is people would, you know, die. They would have been over backwards for this job. So yeah, I, I can totally relate. But I think, you know, now that we're out of it and we look back on it, it's, it's a big picture perspective and it's what we've been taught mm-hmm. think is success, right? Yeah. Or what success 
like for for everyone is so different it's so subjective and we did so we clearly followed we followed what we were told to follow and and we woke up and we were like what this is it yeah. <laughs> there has to be more yes exactly yeah and when i and to speak to what you said about um just making a single decision you know taking that first action for me, that first action was actually, I pulled back to part-time. Um, that's what I had started as, as a part-time contract worker. And even though I didn't even want to work for the company, but at least that was a step forward. That was like, okay, I'm less involved. I can not be in the office. I can just do my own thing and maybe start slipping back into self-employment, which is what I really wanted. Um, and then three weeks later, they actually fired me. <laughs> Um, they, yeah, they thought that I wasn't, um, committed, which to be fair, I wasn't, I wanted to be out and I was too scared to say no completely. And so I, I, I like to say the universe did for me what I was too scared to do. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking I'm freaking scared shitless to leave my job, I have <laughs> kids to take care of, or I have bills to pay, or I need, we all need money to live. I hear you. And I'm sure Brittany totally gets it too. Like it's a really scary decision to walk away from especially if it's a lot of money. Yes. I, I would, I would add on to that. I would say, um, sometimes like, I love that you, it's interesting. I love that you got fired because I get jealous of people like this because the door was, was shut for you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we tiptoe around it for so long. Oh yeah. When it just needs to be slammed in our face, <laughs> you know? So I'm a little jealous that yours happened that way. Um, <laughs> Um, and, and mine didn't, but I think, you know, I love that, you know, you, you took, you took one step, you did the part-time, like, that's so amazing for me. I, I jumped, I jumped off the diving board into the deep end and which is so interesting because I'm normally not that type of person, very calculated and overanalyze and plan everything. And so I just jumped off and I said, okay, we've got to swim. (laughs) So here we are, um, six years later and we learned how to swim and now we've got floaties in the pool and it's, it's getting better and better every day. Right. I love it. Tell us about what happened after you jumped off. What, um, what what came next for you? Um, I took some time off. Obviously I had some other job offers, but I told myself, you know, this is probably a moment in my life. I'm never going to get back. Mm. And that was time to like really reflect and stop because I had been going nonstop for years and years and years and be able to say, okay, what is it that makes me happy? Mm. Right? Like, and we, especially women, we're so horrible about not asking ourselves this question it's a question I ask a lot of my, my life coaching clients is, you know, what is it that makes you happy? And most women, Jessica, give an answer that has to do with other people, right? So I'm happy when my husband's happy or I'm happy when I get to spend time with my kids. And in reality, instead of stopping and asking, like, when is the last time you ask yourself what it is that makes you happy? Mm-hmm. And so um, I took a couple of months to do that, to do that and then um, started my business about four or five months later. Um, I had no earthly idea what the hell I was doing. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's the fun part, right? That's been the fun part of being a female entrepreneur on this journey. Um, and it's I always tell people it's, it's a fun one, right? There's ups, downs, there's plateaus. I'm still learning every single day, but gosh, it's been worth it. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Yeah, same here. And, and something I want to share with listeners too is, so that happened, that happened to me. I had that experience, but even now, as I've been running my business full-time uh, for two years, and I've reached a point where, um, you know, probably the 
in last fall or, you know, early, early this year, I asked myself that question. I'm like, what does make me happy? Because like, Mm -hmm. I'm good at marketing. I'm really good at it. And I'm really good at helping my clients and at managing my writers. And I'm good at all this stuff, but does it get me at like, am I jumping out of bed every morning because that's what I want to do? And I honestly, I had to get real honest with myself and say, no, that isn't like, it's great. And I make really good money. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love running my own business and that's what I always want to do. But what does make me happy? And one thing I realized was that I just want to be a multi bestselling author. Like I'm a writer. That's, that's, that's in my heart. That's where I came from. I was never, I never set out to be a marketer. That's just what happened. Um, I always set out to be a writer. And so the reason I say that is because I'm not jumping ship right now, but knowing that, having that realization and saying, okay, honestly, this is what I want to move toward. Then it's just, then it's just getting clear on your why, getting that focus and then starting and then moving with intention in that direction. So for me, there's been, my whole focus is on that. And then everything else is feeding into that. So like building my community so that I can pitch my second book to publishers this fall, having published my first book so that I can start building a readership, you know, like you don't have to make this huge, big change to be able to start moving toward what makes you happy. You can just be making those small steps while still working and maybe in a job that you don't like, but you know that you're moving intentionally toward what you do want. So don't think that you have to jump off the ledge to get where you want to go. It can be a series of small steps that are sort of happening in the background as you get to a place where you can do that. Yes. I love that. That's such a good reminder. It is. I love, um, I feel like nowadays too, Jessica, there's so many resources out there for women, mm-hmm. right? Who, who want to do this journey. I, I look at it sometimes all the groups and Facebook groups and accountability groups and coaching programs. And I'm like, how come none of this is around? Like when I was, you know, trying to figure all this out. And so I think just like what you said, right? It, it's the first step, take a step. It doesn't matter how big it is, how small it is, just take the damn step and then, you know, um, find a support system. And there's so many people out there who want to help you and help support you. Yeah. Tell us, so give us a little bit more. Tell us if there's people listening and they're feeling like, okay, like I really know I need to start making some steps. Give us an idea of some steps they can take, even just little baby steps that they can start moving toward whatever it is that is going to make them happy. Yes. I, um, I'm really good at, I think this is one of my strengths. I'm really good at setting a deadline for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a procrastinator. I know this, I know this is a weakness for me. And so in order to overcome that, I will put a deadline on myself for things. So it's like, okay, Brittany, you have to make a decision on this by, by this date. Right. So maybe for someone who's just starting out, it's like, Hey, I want to, you know, write a book. Okay, well, let's put a deadline on when you're going to start that book by, right? Like, what do we need? Do, we, do you want to write on Word document? Are you doing an audio recording? Um, and put that date in place. And I always say when you make an appointment with yourself, you're not allowed to break it. Mm. Just like you wouldn't make that appointment. Um, just Excuse me, just like you wouldn't break that appointment with anyone else. You shouldn't break it with yourself. But small steps like that. I think finding a group, whether that's a local group, whether that's a group that's related to your field and what you're doing, um, just get on Facebook, do a search, do a Google search, you know, like a female writers, you know, in San Diego, you know, for me, life coaches in Nashville, like there's so, so many people out there who want to support you. There's so many free resources, but yeah, I mean that, that those are tips I would give you to start with a support system, 
starting your research, um, going out, just buying whatever it is you need to buy. I mean, obviously for me, I, um, I, uh, I went a little overboard. I don't think you need as many things as you think you need to get started. You're like, Oh, I need this and I need a logo and I need, no, you don't. <laughs> um, you don't at all if you're listening. Um, I always, I, I've been in business for six years and I've never done marketing. Wow. And good for you. Yes. Yeah. It's all been word of mouth. It's all been word of mouth. And so I'm just now getting to a part where, um, I'm going to start doing a lot more marketing because I'm changing my demographic, but you know, just building those relationships. I think relationships is key, right. In, in taking that step and starting a business and surrounding yourself with like-minded people um, and people who, who want to support you to get there. Yeah. I love it. And let me add a few more too, because you know, between you and I, we probably have a million of these <laughs> tips. Um, we, we should write a book together. <laughs> girl, I'm so down for that. Let's let's talk about that. <laughs> let's do it. Stop recording. <laughs> okay. I think a few of my big tips, and for those of you who have listened to a number of podcasts, you've probably heard some of these before. A number of my podcasts. Um, journaling. So, like, if you're listening and you're like, okay, I know I'm not happy in my job, but I don't know what I what would make me happy. Let's start at like the very, very, very beginning. What will make you happy? That's going to require you to do some internal work. To really dive in and say, what's going to make me leap out of bed in the morning? What's going to make me so passionate about what I'm doing that I want to tell everybody that I know? And don't hold yourself back. Like, remember, in this world where you're journaling and you're just by yourself, the sky's the limit. There's nothing holding you back. There's no expectations. There's no fear. It's just, what would you do if you could do it? So I think that would be a really great way to get started if you just don't even know what the heck it is that you want to do or what makes you happy. And also, if you are in the place where you do know what you want to do um, and you're ready to start making that shift, leverage your current network. Leverage old coworkers, old bosses, even depending on how old you are, um, old professors that maybe you had really connected with. Because when you're making that shift into whether it's a new career or starting your business, you're going to need support just like Brittany was saying. And the people who are in your immediate network, even if you haven't talked to them for five years, want to support you. And all it is is a simple LinkedIn message or an email or a text message that just says, I'm doing blah, 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 blah. And then be very clear about how you think they can help you. Do you know anyone you could refer me to? Or do you know anyone who's hiring? Or do you know any potential clients? So that they know exactly what you need from them and how they can best help you. So don't forget to tap into that network that you've been cultivating throughout your whole career. Even if your career is new, you have lots of people that you knew in college and people from your current, you know, maybe your current job that can be supportive. So don't forget to use that as those people as a tool as well. I love that. I love that. The, the network is so powerful. Um, yeah. That's such a good one. I, I feel like I need, you just reminded me, like, I feel like there's so many people I need to still reach out to. <laughs> so, so, so thank you for doing that. Um, Jessica, when you were talking about the list of journaling, like that, that makes people happy. Um, another good exercise that, that you guys could add to that if you're going to go out and journal is like she said, make a list of what makes you happy. I, um, have you ever seen it? it says make a list of what makes you happy and then make a list of what you're currently doing and compare the two. Mm, right. I love that. Yeah. And so what needs to go, what needs to be marked through? And I think a lot of times too, with clarity on what makes us happy, it's also good to write out what doesn't make us happy. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of times it's, it's easier sometimes for some people to write, okay, I know I don't like this. I know I don't like doing this. Um, and that can give you a lot of clarity too. 
Yeah. And really get specific on that too. Like instead of writing, I don't like my job. What don't you like about your job? I don't like that my boss talks down to me. I don't like their values, you know, whatever it is, because as you look to make that shift into something that does make you happy and more fulfilled, these, these are great benchmarkers for when you're looking for that other job or you're looking to bring on new clients in your new business. You know, these are the things that didn't make me happy there. So let me make sure I'm not getting into a situation where I'm going to be dealing with the same thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So being really clear on those things, I think will help you, will give you that clarity you need as you shift into something new. Yes. And the the other thing I wanted to ask you about was coaching because we're both coaches and coaching has been super valuable for us. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with getting coaching and how that's been supportive for you and how it can be supportive for the listeners? I think Jessica, that everybody needs a coach. (laughs) I tell people this all the time, even though I'm a coach, you're a coach, you know, I surround, I have so many friends who are coaches. Um, we cannot step into who we were created to be, we cannot be the best version of ourselves without a coach, right? So it takes a combination combination of you doing your work and then people around you pouring into you for you to become the best version of yourself. So coaching for me, um, I've always had mentors. Um, I strongly believe in having more than one, um, especially for different areas of life. So I have some that coach me on business. I have some that coach me on personal stuff. Um, but hiring a coach is so important. Um, they're going to be your accountability partner. They're going to be able to provide you with resources and, and content that, you know, maybe we can't get on our own. Um, because I do, I'm sure you do as well. We do a lot. I do a lot of self personal development on my own. Um, but I I think sometimes we need to hear it two or three times Mm -hmm. (laughs) before we actually implement it. And I feel like there's so many times where my coach or someone I'm working with is, you know, they says they, they will say something to me and then I'm like, Oh, well, I've heard that 10 times. And now I probably should act on it. You know? (laughs) So, so, so coaching is so important. Um, if you don't have a coach, go out, find a coach, give Jessica a DM, give her a call, give me a DM. We can definitely help you. Um, but find one that works for you. Find one that you have good chemistry with and, and take it and run with it. Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like for me, another major value of coaching is the, is the ability to, to dig deeper because sometimes we don't have the tools yet. We don't know how to Like I like to think of it as like a flower and you know, you see what's on the surface and you know, something's underneath, but you don't know how to get there. You don't know how to get to the roots to actually figure out what the problem is. A coach, like literally their job is to help you figure that out, to get to those roots, to figure out what's happening underneath and then to help you start healing that and moving forward from that and understanding it and getting curious rather than critical. Um, so that's actually been, I think one of the greatest, because I tend to hold myself pretty accountable. I tend to be pretty, um, determined and strong-willed and I, if I want to get something done, it's going to get done. Um, so for me, a lot of the value has been in that unearthing of what's, what's bubbling up from underneath and, and how is that affecting my life and how can I heal those wounds and move forward more powerfully as the person who I really am, not the person who has been, you know, covered in layers that was, were put on me by society and family and expectations and, you know, all the stuff that we carry around with us. Um, if we don't intentionally shake it off. <laughs> yes. What's that quote? Um, gosh, I cannot think of the, the author right now, but there's a famous quote and it's like, you're not lost. You're just buried mm-hmm. under cultural expectations and other people's opinions. <laughs> like that's all that, that it is. Um, 
I got it saved on my phone. Um, I probably should have it memorized by now, but um, <laughs> I truly believe that's what it is, right? And just like you said, like a coach is going to dig deep and help you find that and um, your true identity. Um, some people get there quicker than others. Some people, it t- it's, it's a long journey and that's okay. There's, there's no time limit to it, um, but definitely a coach can help you do that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And tell us about um, ditching the checklist. I feel like that's something that can be really valuable for us as we're moving forward. Maybe we've already pretty much touched on it, but is there anything you would want to add about that concept? Because I know it's important to the work that you do. Yes. I, you know, a a little bit about my story, which we talked about was I, I literally was the all American girl. Like if you, I was the girl in Mean Girls, but I wasn't mean. (laughs) So I, you know, I I was the cheerleader and pageant queen and, you know, corporate America. Like I did it just like you did. And it took me so long to understand that the list I was checking was not my own list. Um, and do I have a list now? Of course I have a list, right? It's just not someone else's. It's my own. Um, but I would say, you know, if you're at that point in your life where you feel like, you know, you, you've reached that point where you're like, okay, I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I'm twiddling my fingers. I'm sitting here. Like, why am I not happy? Um, I think that discontent, um, that discomfort, you know, that uncomfortable feeling for us is, is the first sign. Mm. right? Noticing that stepping up and acknowledging that something's off is such a powerful thing because it takes some people years to feel it. But if you feel it, just know that it's normal. (laughs) You're just getting to a point in your life where you're reevaluating things and asking yourself who you are. And for most people that, that literally is ditching a checklist. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I love, I feel like that phrase is a great way to like it rolls off the tongue nicely and it stays in your head. So, you know, whenever you can sort of, I wonder if you can sort of use it just as like to check yourself, mm-hmm. you know, when you're maybe doing something that isn't really what you want to do. Um, you know, maybe you think to yourself, you know, like, ditch the checklist, screw this. This is not on my checklist. I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that idea. I love that a lot, actually. Yeah. I, um, what's funny too is my list of things I want to do in life and what makes me happy. It's ever changing. Oh, yeah. right. So, so as I grow as a person, there's some things that, that we're on, like what I want to accomplish in life and, and how I want my life to look like, it's funny. I'll go back and look like through my journal and my journaling and, and like, Oh, well, that's interesting. Cause I no longer want to do that. And that's okay. It's okay to, to, to change and to have different desires as we um, step into who we're meant to be and, and that self growth process. Yeah, it's okay. And it, and it's guaranteed it's going to happen because yes. the more you discover about yourself, the more you recognize changes. One of my very, very best friends um, is actually going through a divorce right now. Um, And she's only been married for probably a year and a half because she was starting to get those inklings of, I don't know if this is right for me, even before, you know, things happened before they got married. And then, and then it wasn't until she did so much personal development work and she changed so much about her, changed what she wanted in life, what she needed, what she thought about, what she wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and therefore, some of the things that were in her life just were no longer a fit. So like that's, you're, it's guaranteed that that's going to change over time because mm-hmm. it's the process of pulling away the layers. It just it takes time and it takes patience and it takes showing up to do the work every single day, even when it's hard. But in my opinion, it's always worth it. Yes. I love that you just said that showing up to do the work every day. Mm-hmm. That's such a good, um, 
That's a good quote. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I'll give you credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been so incredible, so helpful. I love hearing your stories. Can you tell us, Brittany, is there any last tidbits of advice you want to make sure you leave our listeners with before we close out with your final questions? Yes. I, I just, my passion, Jessica, I, I've been through this journey. You've been through this journey. We are all on this journey. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's getting uncomfortable, right? At, at, at points in the journey and doing the work, just like you said. But I want to encourage anyone out there who's listening, who's maybe in those low points of doing the work, um, who can't see the light at the end of the tunnel just yet, if I could go back, I wish there would have been more people to encourage me at that point in the journey. And so I, if anyone's listening and you're on the journey, you've taken that first step, you're scared, you don't know what to do. You're like, what am I doing with my life? Just know you're normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're perfectly normal. And there's so many people out there who want to encourage and support you, but keep at it. Um, I always say if I could transfer the feeling I have now in my heart and the joy I experience to everyone, and let them see that this is the end goal, right? For them, like whatever that looks like for them, then I would definitely do that because I can't even describe it. I can't describe it at all. And mm-hmm. it's that much joy filled in my heart. So keep at it. Um, you'll get there. And I'm excited to hear about everybody else's stories. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much. That was amazing. And I feel like probably for a lot of people, they needed to hear that. So Um, I really appreciate that. My um, second to last question for you is, what is your current intention getter story? Uh, I am creating a membership site. Um, Can we just have a party? Because you just launched yours. So congratulations to you. Rockstar status. I hope everybody has checked it out. Um, I'm launching a membership site. Um, It is for women. Um, 20s and 30s, um, you're single. Um, it's really just around life coaching and, and stepping into to who you're created to be. Um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, um, that we'll have it launched in September. Nice. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow along the journey, um, my, my Instagram handle is brighter with Brit. And so I'll keep posting on there about it, but I just, I want to give back what's been given to me. Um, and so many people who have poured into me and it, it's just my way to do that, Jessica. I'm sure you feel the same way. I was going to say, I really do. Cause I've had so much support my whole life and I've been mm-hmm. lucky enough. My husband and I have been together for 15 years this year. <gasps> wow. Congrats. Thank you. And he's always just been so incredibly supportive on this career journey and business. And he uh, is a co-owner of my business and runs works for my business too. So, um, I've been just so lucky between him and my friends and my family to have so much support. And I just, yeah, exactly. I want other people who don't have that support to be able to get it from me and the community that I'm creating. So, um, I love it. I love it. You're going to impact so many lives. Thanks girl. I appreciate that. Ditto right back at you. (laughs) Um, and you said you're on Instagram brighter with Brit. Where else can listeners connect with you? 
Uh, I mainly live on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, it's my business page, Brighter with Brit. Um, it's two T's, I always say. Um, and then um, I'm on LinkedIn if you want to find me there. But but mainly, um, I have a website as well. So feel free to drop your email in there. Um, but I, I do check my DMs at least once a week. So that is the quickest and fastest way to get a hold of me because I'm right on the line right there of a millennial. So I operate <laughs> there. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, thank you again so much, Brittany. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you. You're a rock star. Everybody out there is a rock star. Yes. And everyone listening, thank you again for tuning in. I so appreciate you as well. And I'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.